It's Sunday, October the 30th, and you're tuned in to the TNIB Podcast. I'm Vince. I'm Anthony. And this is the Geek Chic Culture Show. We talk about all the cool things in the whole wide world, just a little bit later than usual this week. Hands up, that's my fault. I had some things going on. Who cares? So we're here now, and I hope you all are excited to hear what we have to say. Okay, the audience is waiting for us, okay? We don't wait for them, okay? No shit, Sherlock. (laughs) What? Yeah, All right. we're in charge here. No need for apologies. Okay, right? okay. Got to establish dominance on the audience, or else it's gonna get out of control. Wow. Right, Paul Chu's gonna get a little bit big for his britches. Really? Okay. He will. I'd love to see it. Happen. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. <laughs> love to see it. Because <laughs> you know, I'm a fan of our fans, and I would love nothing more than to see them rise up, reach new heights. Dude, and a coup d'état <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> if one week I'm not here and I'm replaced by one of them, yeah. oh, then I know they've made it, and my work is done. Some other Filipino guy shows up, and we're like, where'd you come from? Oh, well, shit. Like, Don't worry you, about you it. You deserve it. Right? I got the keys now. I am the captain now. Sure. Absolutely. You know, this week, man, October is just flying. Absolutely flying. Yeah. I don't know. Tomorrow's Halloween. Yeah. I felt like the Old beginning spooky. of October was just here. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I've just got busier in like outside of all the cool things in the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're at the end of the month and I, I just know we're, we're going to be facing a snowstorm real soon. Hell yeah, brother. And I'm not going to like it. Let's go. But uh, we should start off the show. So I will start things off with the show. Prove it. Okay. Last week, I talked about a Red Bull penalty in a Formula One. You did. We had some... That was an interesting conversation. Well, they have officially been fined, and they had their penalty handed out to them. Ooh, what's the penalty? And it is not as severe as everybody had hoped for. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, So Was it... Okay, before you even... I know Mm. when you say everybody, you mean like Formula One. Yeah. Was it as severe as we wanted it to be? No. Oh wow! Okay, no, no. So it turns out they spent over they like I think all the transparency came out. They spent about two million dollars over budget. Okay, and the majority of it comes from the fact that they quote unquote incorrectly applied a tax credit. Uh, all right, sure, yeah, yeah. But damage is done, right? Dude, they the, they spent that money. Yeah, I I do that all the time too. You so know. in in for for their penalty is they're being they have to pay seven million dollars which is chump change for Red Bull. Yeah, it's Red Bull. Like who, like, care, like, who it's cares? It's crazy that an energy drink company yeah. makes that much money. Yeah, but but they do um, because taurine's at, is the shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> the bigger issue is they got a I believe twenty five percent reduction in wind tunnel time. So basically, that's how much development they could do on their future cars. Mm-hmm. So it is it is a penalty that hurts, but it's not anything that really hurts. I'm yeah. sure, like, because the the idea behind this is you have less ability to develop your car in a wind tunnel. That's not to say if you're smart enough, you could just design some shit and throw mm-hmm. it at the, like. So we shall see. We shall see if next year everybody breaks the cost cap. Uh, I'm going to say more than m- m- one person is going to be breaking it. Hell I, yeah. I, that's what my bet's on. Hell I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be two and above. Hells to the year. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess maybe, maybe the FIA is just like if we find them lightly, we can find more people and then we get more money. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Our salaries grow. Dude. That bonus one com- comes from somewhere. Yeah, it comes from Red Bull. Thanks, mm-hmm. Mercedes, for that extra mm-hmm. three mil. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that kind of sucks, I guess. 
It does. I just it it the, the, you're right though. Like honestly, next year will be the test because now that there is a precedent. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Right? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Okay. Yeah. Two million bucks. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I'll just. Yeah. We also incorrectly like Jim found it in the couch cushions. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. So what you gonna do? We cut open one of the tires. It was full of money. <laughs> we just found it. Okay. That's lame. Yeah. It is. It is lame. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Uh, also, this week was the Mexican Grand Prix. And it was hella boring. Soup, what's most boring race I've seen in a long time? Yeah, I heard like no news from it, so I didn't even bother to like look up the standings. I don't even know what happened. Nothing. All right. Nothing happened. My boy, my boy Carlos. Science? Is he doing okay? Is no. All right. Oh no. I think Ferrari gave up. <sighs> what are you doing, bud? At this point in the season, Mercedes are faster than Ferrari. Oh my! And remember, God. this is the Ferrari that was light years ahead of everybody at the beginning yeah, of the year. Yeah, I know. They were doing so, so well. They were doing so well. And at the beginning of the year, the Mercedes was light years behind. So God to say that the Mercedes is being the Ferrari now, I don't know what happened to that team. They literally just gave up. They, It's Italians. They, they just got, got tired. <laughs> they took a siesta. They, yeah, like, like, uh, you know, I was like, God damn, is this lunch yet? Holy shit. Yeah. Well, not enough pasta. They all... They're all energy deprived. Dude, they're carb deficient. That's yeah. what it is. They need another two mil oh, to God. spend on pasta <laughs> for the team. You know, speaking of carb deficiencies and who who's always been known to carb load, mm-hmm. Henry Cavill. Ooh, he has. We know him as Superman. He's a bit of a beefcake, that kid. We know kid. him as the Witcher, and we know him as the PC Builder. The PC Builder, the master PC Builder. Well, it turns out he's losing one of those titles. I hope it's not the PC Builder one. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer the Witcher. Oh, baby, what? He has come out, the series has come out and says, after season three airs, which is to be still announced when that's going to air, yeah. Henry will not be playing <gasps> Geralt. Oh, Rivia. no. In his place will be Chris Hemsworth's younger brother, Liam Hemsworth. That's lame. Absolutely. So this series Burns, is dead to me. dude. What? Liam Hemsworth. This series. Yeah. Come on. You know, the guy who married and divorced Miley Cyrus. So <sighs> I know. What a what a bum. He's like a... Who's the guy in... Uh, who's the Jack guy in Neighbors? What? You know, you know that Seth Seth Rogen movie where he moves in beside a frat house? Zac Efron? Yeah, he's like a, he's like a discount Zac Efron without the beard. I mean, he's also like a foot taller than Zac Efron. Yeah, discount. Right, he's got a <laughs> he's lacking in the good looks department, so he makes up for it in height. Yeah, this this news. Okay, one, I'm, I'm saddened about this news, but it did not go down well with the internet. Everybody was a little outraged at this. Yeah, it's not. He's like a beloved dude and a beloved character. So no one knows exactly what the story is here. A lot of the rumors suggest that Henry Cavill had to decide between Superman and The Witcher. Mm-hmm. And if I were him, yeah, I'd go for Superman too. True. Like movies, I, I would definitely, especially now that the announcement that I think it's James Gunn is heading the whole DC cinematic I universe so, yes. with someone else. But yeah, and if they called him back to be Supes, and you had that kind of backing, I think I would take that too. Yeah, like Superman. Even though those movies were kind of bad, yeah, all right, like they weren't like Green Lantern bad, sure. where everyone's gonna remember you. Like the only way. Ryan got out of the right. Sorry, first name basis. You know, <laughs> me and my boy Ryan. You know, uh, the only way he got out of that is because he like owned the fact that it was shit. But like, I think Superman wasn't shit enough to like have to do that. So he could probably try and redeem it. Yeah. 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 So that's that. Did that Goku fight in the city? That was cool. 
They did, and they wrecked and killed everybody. Yeah, you know, just you ever watch Invincible? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why Superman exists. Hell yeah, to not hurt people. But on the lighter thing, or on on a more positive note, CD Projekt Red has announced that they are remaking the original Witcher in the Unreal Engine, Unreal Five Engine. Five. So the only the only question I have for this game, because it's the the main part of the game I got to, and then I saw playing, which is. Can I still bang that one girl in the windmill and then collect her sex card? Uh, I don't know. All right. We'll see. I this we'll is see the, how this, it goes. this is the Witcher game I haven't played, so I'm looking forward to this one. You never played one? It's only on PC. Oh, I thought you played it. No, played two and three. I think that's what kind of ruined it for me, where like I bought all the games on PC. Yeah. And then I tried to play one and I was like, this game's kind of brutal. And then I just never played two or three. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, seeing that it's gonna come back, you know, I'm excited. I hope it's, I hope it's like a huge, huge remake, like just absolutely revamped, balls to the wall. I hope Henry Cavill is now the face. Dude, it's, it's first person, takes place in 2077. Ooh. <laughs> you are the Witcher. Ah. <laughs> Making potions in a futuristic world. I can get behind that. Dude, you got to set up at a campfire in the desert. I'm down. I'm down. This sounds like a great game. Some dude, some Arasaka cop rolls up to you like speed of light. What are you doing here, kid? Hell yeah. Duh. And finally, it's the Overwatch 2 Halloween event. Dude, are you getting all your favorite skins? Are you unlocking all your favorite skins? I haven't played it yet. Oh my god, he's dropped off already. I haven't played it. The game is dead. I haven't played it. Dude, they but just it. know it's going on. All right. Oh uh, yeah. I can't, dude. I can't believe you're done with Overwatch already. I'll That's te- crazy. I'll tell you about it in my week. About, <laughs> we'll see about what about the <laughs> one game you played, probably. Bro, I've been playing games. I've only been gaming this week. Okay. I've been gaming right. hard. Anyways, what are your picks? Uh, so I got to end to that whole uh, bayonet of voice acting drama. Turns out they were all wrong and everyone was right. It turns out that everyone was wrong, still wrong. <laughs> and this lady is just a liar. <laughs> so last week I had mentioned that Helena Taylor, the original voice of Bayonetta, had accused Platinum Games of only offering them $4,000 for uh, to, to voice the whole game, basically. Yeah. And as someone who's been playing that game, there's a lot of voice acting in it. Okay. So if that was true, that would have been a shit show. But it was not. Okay. Uh, it turns out that she was af- actually offered a package worth fifteen thousand dollars, which is uh within the SAG and AFTRA union rules. Okay. So it is. It was above board, and uh, she had <laughs> she had came out and confirmed that she was lying. <laughs> wow. Well, not not in so many words, but she did confirm the five thousand fifteen thousand dollar figure. So she technically lied by omission. Uh, now she's t- saying that uh, powerful journalists are trying to d- discredit her and ruin her career. And then she said, if you're boycotting the game to donate to a certain chair, it's like certain charities. And now people are playing moral police. And uh, because some of the charities that she linked to uh, do like anti-abortion. Um, okay. Like advertisements and stuff. And they fund that kind of stuff. Okay. And so the whole thing just kind of turned into a shit show. Ah. And everyone was wrong. And nobody has reflected at okay. all. Okay. <laughs> because everything I see on Twitter is just like, well, you know what? Even though we falsely did this, 
he's still shitty. He blocks everybody. Like Hideki Kami <laughs> and all this stuff. And it's just like, goddamn. Okay. The internet cannot learn. All right. But that's the end of it. Uh, also, uh, just like a PSA, if you're a listener and you harass people who work at companies or voice actors online, don't do that. Because apparently Jennifer Hale's been getting like a shit ton of shit for all the drama that's been happening lately. Mm. So it's just like, just don't do that. <laughs> um, Bummer. This is kind of just a funny one. But none of her fans play Bayonetta to care. True. I care. <laughs> and you know, I'm now a Jennifer Hale fan. You weren't okay. before? <laughs> She's okay. What? <laughs> what else she What else she do? Metal Gear. Who? Take a guess. Meryl? Naomi. Naomi can't. Nobody likes Naomi. Shut up. Dude, what? Shut up. <laughs> Cam Bell, dude. Let me, let me. Like, I couldn't even look. It's it brings up a fucking model. Oh, all right. It's a black girl. Goodness. Jennifer Hale's not black. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, Naomi's. She's fine. Oh yeah, now she's. Yeah, fine. She's right. Uh, she's she's female Shepherd, dude. True. I also didn't play Fem Shep. I played. Oh I played. God. Dude, how? Check this shit out. I played bass. Oh no customization. God. Male Shepherd. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm con- Canon Shepherd, kid. You're awful. Well, actually, you know what? Never mind. Naomi and Four is kind of hot. Not gonna lie. Wow. Okay. She's got the. She's all like wet. You know. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, what? Uh, <laughs> go find yourself a quiet room, dude. I am in one. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the this one's just kind of funny. If you're in Canada. I'm not. And you're planning on buying uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I am. Physically. No, I'm On not. the Xbox. Nope. You may have a little bit of a collector's item because uh, it turns out that there was a printing error on the box. So as you know, in Canada, we are a, a bilingual country, unfortunately. Fuck you, Quebec. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> No I, one speaks French in ninety percent of this country. I kid, I kid. You guys are cool. You got good bread oh. and meat. Disgusting. <laughs> um, and so everything has to be translated in English and French. So when you see like on the back of the box when it says like online multiplayer, it has to be like multiplayer le jeu blah blah. Wow. Right? <laughs> wow. I don't know how the uh... fuck to speak. En français? En français. Oh, okay. Je m'appelle Anthony. No, right? No, It's Anthony. Anthony. Pomplamoose. Oh, my God. We don't <laughs> eat grapefruit. Is that grapefruit? Yes. All right. Um, but on the back of the Xbox box, in English, it says, the best-selling franchise on Xbox. But in French, it says, la franchise la plus vendue sur PlayStation. Oh. <laughs> Okay, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, no. But in the kind of like back and forth spat that Sony and Xbox are having with this like acquisition thing, I thought this was very funny. (laughs) I I don't even think anybody would even notice. Well, it was enough to notice on this news site. Thanks, Video Game Chronicles. (laughs) Wow. That's I might I might go buy one of these. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Go for it. It's kind of fun. It's like when... uh, was it Resident Evil Res- Revelations came out and it was Revelation, Revelations? Oh, yeah. The spelling on the spine. Yeah, fun. I remember. Yeah. And then the last one I have is a business one. Uh, I think earlier in the year I had mentioned Business-ish. that uh, Capcom is trying to go hard this year because they are on their way to 10 years of consecutive growth as a company, which 
Capcom. Capcom. Okay. Which through all of the the pandemic and everything, and for any company really, ten years of of constant growth is kind of is kind of nutty, right? You're just, you're just consistent. Depends on what you define as growth, but sure. If I am I a dollar positive on the balance sheet, you know what? Good for you. <laughs> I am growing. I guess if yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, this this quarter is kind of kind of brutal. Uh, so the, for the three month period ending September thirtieth. Their whole net sales were down like thirty percent. Um, what did they put out? Their oper- like kind of nothing. It was a bunch of like DLC. Oh, okay. They announced uh, Resident Evil. They did a lot of announcing for stuff. Oh, yeah. And they're they're kind of banking on um, what's it called? The Village additions, like all the new patches for that and the Sunbreak right, expansion. Right. Um, but they're kind of they're kind of crushing it like. Not in the, they're kind of getting crushed, not crushing it. They're kind of getting what? Crushed. Yeah, their operating income's down like twenty four percent. Ordinary income's down like twenty two percent. So we'll see how this goes. But um, the first six months they were doing pretty well. They were like twenty five percent up year on year. So we'll see how this quarter kind of fucks them. But it'd be cool to see Capcom hit a ten year growth streak. Would it personally? Because I think I think lately Capcom has been actually doing very well in terms of releasing good products. They're announcing exciting products. Dude, Exoprimal. No. <laughs> Exoprimal. I don't know if it's I think they're doing all right. I think they're I think they are doing they're doing they're, they're a solid company. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're doing anything innovative. Uh I'm or sorry. Interesting. Uh dinosaurs? No. Are you sure? No. I can't believe in back on this podcast. We gotta talk about Exoprimal. Like, I think it's crazy that half of their hype lineup are just remakes of games. They're just from that. 20 years ago. They're just that Like, good. that's wild. Yeah, and a lot of that's, uh, I guess they, they do their quarter on the year quarters yeah. instead of, like, doing whatever. So I don't think Street Fighter Six will help them at all unless yeah. pre-order money counts. Yeah. I mean, arguably, but, the biggest thing for them in the past 10 years has been Street Fighter, or at least the downfall of Street mm-hmm. Fighter, and the rise of Monster Hunter. That said, the most recent Monster Hunter is kind of a step backwards compared to Worlds. So, I don't know. It's a little mid hmm. not gonna lie i did go back and try and play it again and what happened i was like damn and i stopped playing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh the the business continued machine keeps on churning but we'll see how capcom gets out of this uh last quarter of the year to yeah. hit their goal yep but those are my picks it was kind of slow this okay. week cool 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 but we do have questions we do would you like to take the first one I will. First off, we got a question to chew on. Yeah. All right. Paul Chu writes in, what is something that child you believed back when you lived in a world where you didn't have the internet at your fingers? Were you like me and heard about it from that one kid in school who swore it was true? And when you got older, did you fact check it? So what is something that when you were younger, you thought this is actually for real, for real. But now that you have the internet, you know, you can go check something and it is not true. Mm, nothing springs to mind. I have a, a, little, a little embarrassing. Okay. All right. I always heard that say you farted, uh. all right, as a kid. If you smelled it enough, there wouldn't be enough smell for the other people if you farted in like a group because you're you're smelling all the smell. <laughs> like there was a finite amount of smell. <laughs> so the thing is, in the, like in theory. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're right. If, if you could smell with the Enough. strength of a vacuum, absolutely. I could. But you cannot. I cannot. <laughs> so, like, I understand why that one would be confusing. And I, I think that know. was from, uh, I think that was because of a Magic School Bus episode. There's a Magic School Bus episode where they're trying to make the ultimate smell. And then one of the kids throw their, throws their dirty gym, sh- gym sock. Yeah. in the container that's not the ultimate smell but they have to like shrink down the ship into like a space bus to shoot the bad smell from the gym sock yeah, while yeah. the teacher is sniffing it yeah and so we were like dude i bet if we like smelled our fart enough it's other true like it all comes down our to fart, the right? amount of molecules out there yeah. Yeah. how much how much fart molecules can i get in my nostrils okay that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> uh, generally speaking as a child i was very doubtful Oh, you were a pessimist from the jump. Kind of. Dude. So, and I spent a lot of time alone with books. What a fucking So I always, dork. like, I always knew that if there's something I didn't, if someone told me something, I would never believe them flat out. Yeah, you're like, let me bust out the encyclopedia. I was like, hold on, let me go to the library. I'll, call you, I'll get back to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like that kid. But there is one that I remember that I don't know if I fully believed it was real. It's only because I couldn't test it myself. Mm-hmm. And that was like, if you sneezed with your eyes fully open, your eyeballs would come out. Ooh. But I could never do it as a kid. And then yes. eventually I just forgot. Just open it. Just hold it open. No, I tried to, but then they would just close. God damn. And I know it's not true, obviously. Okay. But that was like one that kind of had me hung up for a bit as a child. But otherwise, no. I was a very skeptical kid. Like if you told me something, I'd be like, hold that thought. I won't say you're wrong, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go research. All right. Yeah. That was no fun. It's kind of like, it's kind of funny because like, our lives are like opposite now. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't say you're the the book dude anymore. No, on the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also, like, I I don't think you would like if someone said something wrong and you didn't believe it. I yeah. think you'd just be like, whatever. I would. <laughs> it, it depends. Like, what are the stakes here? <clears throat> oh, fair enough. Right. Fair enough. Because I've now come to the point where I'm not going to put energy into a conversation that I get nothing out of. All right. Okay. Like, if you tell me something and it has no bearing on my life, I'll just be like, yeah, you know what? Sure. Okay. Cool. I think Keanu does the same thing. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's right? the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just there's no point because I spent too many of my younger years just fighting stupid arguments. Hell yeah. For no Bring reason. them back. So I, I didn't I didn't do that. Yeah. When I was younger, and now I got the internet, <laughs> and I can fight with anybody. Yeah. Like, and I just so good. I, I'm like, if that makes you feel good, great. I don't care. That's where I'm at. Dude, my favorite is like finding like a very conservative leaning political post about guns. Yeah. And then just typing in the words gun control and that's it. And then I get like 500 responses of people like telling me to kill myself. Wow. (laughs) It's so fun. I guess that's what gives you like the motivation to wake up every day. Then sure. Uh, but yeah, what else? I guess, Oh, this one I don't even need to fact check. All right. What? Everyone who told me they were fucking in the fourth grade. Yeah. They weren't fucking. All right. You don't know that. They were not fucking. You don't right? know that. They're a bunch of liars. You don't know right? that. When there was like a used condom in the school playground and someone was like, yeah, you know, I just came here with my my girlfriend last night. And it's like, no, you fucking didn't. All right. 12 year olds do stuff. They, they do be doing stuff. That is true. But especially in pre-internet days, that stuff was not that stuff. You know? You don't know that. I know. You weren't part of the fun. I know. You know? I know. How do you know? Because. Right. I would never say that no one ever didn't do it. I'm saying the people I interacted with 
did not. I'm saying I couldn't answer that. I couldn't validate that. Interesting. All right. I couldn't. If someone if someone said they did, then you know what? Sure. Keanu really got to you. Eh? <laughs> Even the fourth graders. <laughs> Dude, like if they, if they want to flex on each other, great. Dude, it's okay. It's all right. All right. When one shows up with a baby, then you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> The one I did get fact checked on uh, was uh, when a, a kid died in our school. What? You did fact check if it was real? No. So I I hated this kid. Oh. And then I got off the I got dropped off at school one day, and they're like, "Oh, like, hey, Anthony, so and so died," and I didn't believe him, so I was just like, "Good." <laughs> <laughs> and then we had an assembly about how this kid died, and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> Damn, that's cold. <laughs> Fuck that kid. He's a dick to me. Ugh. How'd he die? Uh, car crash, I think. Oh. He's coming back from a hockey game, I think. Oh, wow. I think his parents survived and the kid died, so they have like mad survivor's guilt. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It's brutal. That's terrible. It's karma's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Sure. Were you in the other car? Like, what? <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Thanks for the question, Paul. <sighs> but we got another one. We do. We sure do. We got one from Roland. Roland. Yeah. <laughs> what does Roland have to say? Roland says, in case you haven't heard, some new music dropped last Friday. I didn't hear. More specifically, Canadian rock icon Carly Rae Jepsen All right. and Taylor Swift dropped albums last Friday. Okay. If anyone on the podcast is either a Swifty or a racist. No, that can't be real. I really hope that's that real. That can't be real. I, that's the Her best. Her fans are not racist. <laughs> Dude, we're all racist. No, right? no way. Bullshit. Did you guys listen to either Midnight's or The Loneliest Time this week? Midnight's is T-Swift and The Loneliest Time is crj okay um if you guys did what were your favorites personally it's go find yourself and whatever and surrender uh my heart from carly and lavender haze and sweet nothings from taylor cheers lan p.s one of these songs might make my tniab listener award submission for this year wow so there's some new music on the horizon Dude, finally, someone to jam bum music with. Okay. How many of these albums did you listen to? How many times did you listen to them? None. Oh, God. This is news to me. Damn. All right, I got I got some hot takes. First off, oh no, the best song on that Carly Rae Jepsen album mm-hmm. is Sideways. That oh. song is a banger. All right. Roland, I don't know why you didn't put that song in there, because that song slaps. Yeah. Secondly, that new T-Swift album, it's mid. Okay. All right. It's real mid. Okay. It's just nothing stood out. I listened to it like three times. Just didn't do anything for me. It was you, just it exists. Man, what are you trying to prove here? We know you don't like popular pop music. Dude, we talk I own nineteen eighty nine on vinyl. What are you talking about? Yeah. When an album's good, it's good. Just it's kinda mid. Okay. I think our I think our girl, CRJ, I think Carly Rae Jepsen, I think she's taking it this year. Uh, pop idol. You mean like in our awards or like a Grammy? No, just like in like Grammy. How many awards can we give her? World Peace Medal, you know? Nah, like ain't happening. Her, her heroism. At this point, it doesn't matter if if Taylor's songs are good or bad. You're not stopping that train. She just kind of yeah, that's unfortunate. You're not stopping that train. Dude, Dude she's fucking colossus. It's like, like every single time Drake comes out with another mid ass album and it sells a billion it. copies, and you're like, bruh. At some point, you just get too big to fail. Oh, what was that fucking Drake line? Drake lesbian line. <laughs> what? Dude. What does it have to do with anything? 
<laughs> I got it. It's just, it's a bunch of mid music. And then you said that you a lesbian girl, me too. <laughs> like, how you selling millions of records with lines like that? What are you doing? He's being relatable. Ugh. All right. You know, he's identifying with the other side of the world. Okay. I'm going to need you to listen to both these albums. He's doing what he can <laughs> to sell records. What? But Muse, the art isn't about selling records, dude. It's At a, some point it is. It's about making what you want to make, what and, the message you want to give out to the world. And the message is <laughs> money. buy my <laughs> album. That's no. Give me money. <laughs> what? Dude, all right, Taylor Swift, all your, your previous discography owned by somebody else. Just give up. Stop making music. All right? You have nothing more to say. I, I have nothing to add to this conversation. Leave it to Carly Rae. Okay. If if they had good songs, great. If they didn't, great. If you liked it, great. Dude, I need you to. I'm gonna need you to be more vitriolic on this podcast <laughs> sooner rather than later. All right. No. I'm gonna need some hot takes, uh, some hot music takes from the guy. He, who, if only who drives in silence. I don't. Yeah, you do. I, I, you just listen to the roar of the engine. I listen to podcasts. Need. Poetry. Podcasts. Um. Actually, no. My Apple Music finally expired, so I haven't had anything. In terms of the music side, dude, to listen to, I can get you a Sony Walkman. All right, let me interest you in a Sony Walkman. No, put some flack files on there. No, no, sure, no. All right. I'm I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, yeah, if Blaven were here, he'd, he'd probably give you an answer. Probably, maybe even TJ. <sighs> Stupid work, keeping him away, but not me. I'll I'll infect you with some music eventually. Uh, no, it'll happen. Nah. Those are listener questions. Thanks for writing in, Roland and Paul. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully, you guys also think that that Carly Rae Jepsen album is very good. I hope so. Someone has to. Other than me. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be just me, please, dear God. (laughs) Help me out. Because I don't think I've heard anybody talk about... Actually, no, that's a lie. I haven't even heard anyone talk about Midnight's. But then again, I don't know anybody who likes music as much as you do. Like, I don't think anybody comes to me and talks to me about music, other than you. Do I talk to you about music? Yeah. Other than today? Yeah. You always show me, like... Your favorite YouTube music man who has such a hipster opinion on the world. Oh, Mr. Mr. Needle Drop? Yeah, and then- I showed you like one video. I don't always- I showed you one video of his. We were upstairs and you're like, dude, I went to this jazz concert. Yeah, dude. Oh, baby. You're always talking about music. What are you talking about? always talking. I might always be talking about music. And then when DJ's here, yo, check out this- this." Because he doesn't say no. (laughs) (laughs) All right? He just says yes. And then occasionally I'll get get him a recommendation. He'll be like, "Huh, okay." Yeah. All right, my 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 recommendation today is Beef Flow Mix by Flow Millie. All right, came out like three years ago. I just learned about it now. Is that English? Yeah, the rapper. Her name's Flow Millie. Oh, it's a girl. It's a girl rapper. All right, talking about some beef. Beef Flow Mix. It's a cool. solid two minutes and twenty three. I seconds. hope you all enjoy listening to that. It's good. I'll make Vince listen to it. Later. I'll I'll go look for something a blast from the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Soul Decision album on repeat. Like. No, I'll be more fun than that. Okay. I'll uh, look for Yellow Card or something. Oh my god! Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the next part of the chapter of the show: our weeks. And I know what you've done this week. So we'll have... save it for the end. Okay. So I've been playing Overwatch. Have you actually? I, I have. The Halloween event is out, and I'm here to tell you. I'm looking at the notes. What, what does the notes say? 
It's not looking good. <laughs> what do you mean? It's looking bad, actually. What do you mean? Okay. It just says all Overwatch all okay. day and all night. Kiriko Comp Halloween event is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how is the new business model fucking up your event? How so, is that possible? It's pretty rough. Uh, but so you've probably heard. There's a new Kiriko skin out, yep. and it's like a witch skin. Okay. Everybody's seen it like they want. Yeah. You want this skin? It's like $25. Dude, I don't, I don't even play this game. And yeah. I was like, I want that skin. Yeah, it's like $25. Bucks. Yeah. And like that's the headline. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's no getting around it. The only way you can get this skin is by dropping money. Because there's no loot boxes anymore. There, there's so no there's loot no boxes. free way to no, get shit. There's no in-game free currency. There's nothing. That's You just weird. have to buy. The Halloween event, in terms of what you can get, has four new cosmetics, okay? Mm-hmm. And when I tell you the story, you're gonna be like, "It's actually not that bad," but it kind of is. All right. Two of them. One of them is a Kiriko. You get twenty-five bucks. The other one is Junker Queen, and she looks like a BDSM model. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't hear about this. Okay, she's called the Executioner, but whatever. And her skin is cheaper. It's like twenty bucks. The reason it's cheaper is because hers is not doesn't come with like an emote and like a sticker. It's not stuff. super fancy. Whatever. But there's four skins in total. I don't know about BDS. She looks like a barbarian. She's an executioner. Okay. But the other two skins you can actually get for free. So 50% of what they're offering is free. Okay. Okay. One of them is you just log into the game. You log in, you get the Reaper skin. The other one, you just watch somebody on Twitch for six hours and you get it. I could do that. Okay. I did those. So half of the stuff they're offering is free. But the other half, you're just paying out the ass. It's like 50 bucks. But I think like what adds in like just what really pissed people off is they put out a secondary event theme battle pass for the Halloween missions, mm-hmm. and all you can get are shitty voice lines. Like half the challenges that you get in the battle pass are just XP boosts. Oh no! And everything else is just check out these themed voice lines. Granted, it's free, but still, it just feels very, very. Uh, mm. What do you call it? Greedy. Okay. Like it's just, it doesn't change the way the game, like how to play the game. It's just, if you were excited about these kind of things, it really does put a damper on it all. And you're like, what am I playing for? If if I'm not here to be a hundred percent competitive sweaty gamer, mm-hmm. my motivation to try and get something now is all lost. So that's that's kind of like the big thing here. Oh, I even if you're not like sweaty gamer, like another motivation was if I'm a cheap gamer. I could do the dailies and I could do whatever and get loot boxes and gamble. Yeah, but now you right? can't. But now you can't. And on some level, that's good because you're not gambling. And then on another level, you've just said, here's my e-store. Yeah. Look at my sick model. Yeah. I think it's wild that, you know, Blizzard got in a lot of mm, controversial discussions or situations about having loot boxes and as if it's gambling or not. And people are collectively agreeing that loot boxes probably weren't great. Mm-hmm. So, they, but the model they replaced it with has got people to question if loot boxes were really that bad altogether. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say loot boxes are bad. I would rather not have that. Yeah, this but, is a long con. Yeah, but like <laughs> what what has happened here is just oh man, you real like it, it's also it's a free to play game, and I guess they have to make money somehow. But like this is just ridiculous. At one point, I was just like, man, maybe I should just migrate to Valorant. Maybe I should just make the jump. Maybe I should just... I don't think that's any better. You're right. It's not. But I'll just sit in there and just see what's up. You just click heads. So easy. Absolutely. So that's that's where I am with Overwatch. Uh, I'm at level 72 on my battle pass. So I'm almost done it. So It's been like, what, three weeks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm almost done that. 
How long and how long does the battle pass last? Two months. Two months. So okay. Yeah. So like I'm through. Yeah. yeah, So like I'm almost. I'm almost there. Okay. Um. But yeah, I'm still having fun with the game. Kiriko is definitely busted. I'm hearing she's a problem. Girl, you can't kill her. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm definitely hearing that it is like Kiriko plus healer. (laughs) Like Kiriko is a main slot in every team. Yeah, the way the game has now progressed is very. I don't know. I kind of don't want to play support as much anymore because it's it's honestly the hardest role to play now. Okay. Because you have to do like every role has their defined thing, right? Like mm-hmm. if your DPS just kill, your tank is kind of a less of a tank, just a super a super DPS, mm-hmm. right? And your support normally is a support they heal. Mm-hmm. But now, because of how the game has been structured, everyone knows that to kill the tank, it's way easier to kill the support that that's keeping them alive yep. so everyone is hunting a support right mm-hmm. everyone ignores the tank and just start so if you are the support you have to balance your healing with sur- just surviving and most of your teammates don't protect you anymore just because they're out trying to kill the enemy support right, right? so fair enough um and if, and so you could be playing really hard but the thing is support characters have the lowest impact like you can't carry the game with a support mm-hmm. so it just makes it the it's easily the toughest role to play and it's it's clear to see because the wait times if you play support are instant because no one wants to play support there are there are healer memes for a reason yeah it's like uh what's this like there bro there are people who go to work nine to five and then come back and play healer in an mmo <laughs> yeah, for fun I know. <laughs> I know like that's why yeah i know it's just it sucks because like i've invested like that's all i play in overwatch and I don't, i'm like i don't know if i want to make the, the the jump to another one now dude let me tell you about this game. Mm. It's called Final Fantasy fourteen, bro. Award winning MMORPG. I think I'm just gonna jump to Call of Duty and click heads. Really? Uh, yeah. Right. I'm but not even click. I'm gonna put it on the joysticks. You know? I've been looking at Modern Warfare two. That, that game's looking very good. That game looks sick. That game's looking it looks real so good. Sick. And I'm like, God damn, I want to give Activision money. Yeah, I know. Kinda. And I'm like, because now I'm like, because originally I thought if I buy this game, I'll buy it on the PlayStation. Yeah, no problem. But now it's like. I got a PC. I have a PC. Like, I really should just buy it on the PC, yeah. and I don't know what to do. Um, I'm at a crossroads. Buy it on both. Don't do that. <laughs> don't say that. Don't, don't make these <laughs> these crazy... Dude, you don't need mouse and keyboard for COD. But I do. Okay, fine. Buy it on PC, but, but you know, buy the custom pro controller on the Xbox store. You know, I do, I do miss aim assist on Call of Duty. A little bit, yeah. Fuck, okay, I'll buy it on PlayStation. Whatever. Dude, what? Yeah, yeah. How are you going to play with Mikey? On the PlayStation. It's He's... crossplay. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. crossplay. It doesn't matter where you put buy it. Did they not give you aim assist if you play on controller on PC? Uh, No, you. I don't think you get it. Okay. Because you're in the PC pool. All right. All right. Um, you Fair might. Enough. I don't know. Because I know, uh, what's it called? Apex does that now, right? I think so. And I think Overwatch might do it too. Okay. Uh, Yeah, but the, the, the anyways, the big game we're playing this week, Marvel's snap what is this game it's a card game oh i know it's eaten, oh i know it's eaten my life i just can't believe like i dude it was crazy i, I walked in your house today yeah and you were playing games <laughs> and i was like hey and you're like huh and i was like you, you what are you doing yeah play marvel snap uh. i was like what the f- this guy is in <laughs> holy shit you know what i didn't realize the designer of the game used to be the designer of hearthstone yep and I'm like, something oh. broad or whatever. I was like, no wonder feels so premium. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been this hooked on a card game since I guess Yu-Gi-Oh back in high school. Yeah. Like it's, it's good. 
So explain the explain like the pre like how what's the normal flow of the game and like what's the goal? Okay, so there's six turns. Okay. Okay. Every turn you draw, every turn you get energy mm-hmm. or one mana. But the mana doesn't stack between turns. Like if you don't use spend one up, it. yeah, if you don't spend it, okay. you lose it. Okay, so you always have to use it. Every turn you have the opportunity to spend whatever mana you have to play cards. Okay. You can play cards in one of three spaces. Each space has a spot for you and a spot for your opponent. Okay. Each of these spaces are called locations, and each location has a randomized event that happens in every location. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, and like they're all they're all blind. They get revealed after the first three turns. So the first turn, the first location, then second, then third. Mm-hmm. So for example, the first location could be like, oh, everyone gets an extra five mana this turn. Yes. And then now you could play up big, to yeah, big six stuff. energy first turn. Okay. Some of them are every all 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 effects cards are doubled on this space. Okay. Okay. And then obviously you have your your character cards who are either just vanilla. They just have whatever they're just mm-hmm. they're just a, a cost and a power or they have some sort of effect some sort of power associated with them mm-hmm. and the whole point is to get more points on your side of any of these locations than your opponent you got to win two out of three locations to beat them okay the game is six turns and it's six turns only so at the end of six turns whoever has the most wind one spaces is yeah. the winner yeah you need okay. at least two spaces to win okay and that's it like the more nuanced stuff comes with the actual effects of the cards and the randomization of the locations. Okay. But that is stuff that comes with time. The actual flow and mechanics of the game couldn't be easier. God damn. They are so easy. I completed the battle pass in this game. I haven't even bought it yet. Oh I'm, my god. I'm just debating like should I just spend oh, the, I'm done already. Yeah, like, <laughs> should I just should I spend the extra to get all the the variants and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. But it's hella good. I'm level 174, bro. I think Blaven's like 300. Yeah, you guys are crazy. But some of the some of the combos you can do in this game are baroque. Yeah, because it, it seems I don't know how competitive this game is supposed to be. So it can't be. Like I don't think it's supposed to going to be esports, right? No, no, yeah. it cannot because so much relies on the luck of those those three spaces yeah. with their randomly generated spots, and you have some cards. That can erase those spaces and replace it with something else. So it's just RNG. Yeah, and when it's and a lot of the RNG is kind of busted too. When it says put a random card onto your field, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean a random card from your deck. It means a random card from the game. That's like, huh? From cards you can't even access. It'll pull and throw <laughs> into your game. Okay. And sometimes you'll you'll just get something that's shit, and your opponent will get like. The nuts. Uh, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, what? The, how am I? Like now, it's it's over. Like the square's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what am I doing? Um, so yeah, it's not. And I think that's what I like about it. Even though it's competitive, you always feel like you have a chance because RNG is gonna is gonna come and fuck you. But it's not. It doesn't feel so RNG based that you don't have to think. Mm-hmm. So I think ultimately, it's like a three minute game. Yep. Right. So you're in. You're out. And then before you have time to process if you're like excited or sad, you're in the next game already. So I, I played one game yeah. of Marvel Snap. Yeah. And I won. Yeah. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> and then it was like queuing up the next game. Yeah. And I was like, I need to turn this off <laughs> or else I will keep playing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally see like how bite sized and how like compact it is. Yeah. And because the RNG is so whatever, yeah, it kinda like makes your losses like they don't hurt as much nothing yeah yeah you're just kind of like throw it in the bin whatever who cares yeah. next one yeah let's keep going right but then when you win you're like 
got one. Yeah, I'm the best. Give me it was all one. skill. Give baby. me another one. I'm so good at this skill based game. Yeah. There's, I will admit, there's like three me- too many currencies in this game mm-hmm. to like level up your cards, to buy cards, to actually buy, buy, buy cards with real money. And then you have to like, you, what is it? You have to level up your collection. Yeah, but then you're battle pass experience is different from your level up experience like yeah. there's just so many currencies the, the gotcha mechanics yeah. happening in this game are kind of nutty yeah it's kind of wild that said it at no point have i ever felt compelled to spend money so okay i have not dropped money at this point i'm only playing now to do my dailies which last me 10 minutes and then i'm good huh but it's been fun i think what they don't tell you and i think it's a shame is that when you get to a certain, like up to a certain level, you only have access to a certain pool of cards. And then, uh, like, and then to another level, you have access to another pool of cards. Mm-hmm. So eventually, anybody in your pool should have the same cards. The thing is, you won't, you, you receive them in different orders compared to everyone else, right? It's mm-hmm. just because that part's RNG, which is, which is, I don't know how I feel about that. Because yeah. sometimes you end up in a disadvantage to others. Because their, know. like, first card was the nuts. Yeah. And, like, you just don't have that. And you, you'll never have access to that until who knows later. When. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's, wow, what a game of the year, my friend. Oh my God. Game Holy of the shit. year, it is. That's crazy, because Vampire Survivor is technically No this way, year, this so. shit's been snapping. Yeah. <laughs> this shit snaps. Oh God. <laughs> that was that. Uh, and then other, other than that, I've been, um, I haven't, I've been going out socially. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had this much alcohol in a long time. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Puking? No, actually been pretty good. Mm-hmm. You getting the glow? No, I don't get that. Oh, nice. I don't get that. Good for you. Uh, but yeah, I went out. I went out with my uh, with my team at work because um, they wanted to send me off because it's my last day there or part of that team. Okay. And uh, so we went out, got some drinks and stuff. Uh, it was fun. It was. I was like, oh shit, alcohol. That's a thing. I missed alcohol. <laughs> it's like I don't know if I missed it. Okay, all right. Because like the next day, I felt so lethargic and just gross. Dude, just keep drinking. <laughs> I mean, I did. And that, it didn't help. Right. And then uh, I went to the I went to the keg one night, and I forgot that they have. How do you like your steak done? Uh, rare. Okay. Have you ever had it done in Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had I had that. I yeah. was like, oh shit! I forgot how good this was. I usually get baseball steak, Chicago rare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. Uh, I had an app and had dessert. And I, let me tell you. Oh, I had alcohol too, but mm. I was done. I was defeated by meat by just the meal. Yeah. And I thought to myself, how do you people do it? How does how cuz like there's so many people in this restaurant who yeah. do this all the time, yeah. right? And I thought, is that the norm? Is that the whole like app main dessert? Is that something that people just normally do all the time? Dude, I know fucking people knock on the Japanese for this shit. Yeah. But I think their portion sizes are sick. Who? The Japanese. Cuz they're small. Cuz they're smaller. Yeah, but they're small people. They they are small people, but also for me, who is even who's like 2 foot taller than yeah. everyone there. Yeah. All right? Like I like their portion size because I can go through the app, the dinner, the dessert, and then at the end of the meal, I'm like comfortably full. Like I was dying. Yeah, we're here. That's what. That's it. I'm dying. I was. I was, it was like eight o'clock. And I was like, okay, I think I need to just sleep. That's like, why I don't order apps. Like it's over. My life is over. It's done. I've I've, I've been defeated. If I order an app, that's my meal. But but no. Yeah. Like I'll get like I'll get a three cheese spinach dip. Spin dip. That's the meal. I'm not getting anything else. Yeah, I I'm don't just know. The spin I, dip. I just turned into comatose state. Like it was over. That's... And I was very sad. How many pounds you gain? I don't know, like a billion. Oh, I tried to bike it all off today. I don't think that worked. No, it's stuck in your gut. I know. Cement. 
gosh, I don't know. It was, but yeah, um, it was fun. This coming week, I start my new role. So yeah, that's congratulations. Exciting. Thank you. Um, yeah, no more monthly reporting for me. Nice. I'm so happy to be out of actual accounting. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, don't go into accounting if you're in accounting. Welcome Just to leave. Welcome to IT. Get out. Get out now. Find a different career path. Yeah, just <laughs> shift. Get into something else. Don't do the numbers. God damn. No one likes you. They all hate you. But you control all the money, so at least they're fake nice to you. Whatever, man. You don't get paid enough to do this. True. You don't get True. paid enough to do your job. Get out of it. Just quit. Yeah. Anyways. Quiet quit. Anyways, that was it for my week. Uh, My week, I also went out with my team. I also drank, but I drank with axes. Well, that's always safe. It, yeah. You know, I always, like, axe throwing and knife throwing. Yeah. Uh, that always threw me off. So, like, you serve can, alcohol? Yeah, you can serve alcohol while doing this. Yeah, it's kind of nutty. Yeah, the other one is archery. You can. I don't think you can serve alcohol with archery. Okay. But yeah, the knife throwing and the axe throwing one, because I've done the same and just like, really? You're going to let me drink while I'm holding this just... sharp object and throwing it across the room? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I got robbed. All right, we had a team tournament. Dude, I... I <sighs> First, I went two and one. In practice? No, in regular. Oh. In pre-playoff. <laughs> and then... Might as well be practice. I know, right? I went two and one, and I, was, I got edged out by one point because uh. this guy just clutched out a bullseye. I was Damn. like, fuck. And then in playoffs, I got outed on the first round of the tournament because a guy clutched out a bullseye, and I lost by one point again. Nice. I was so mad. And the thing is, too... I had the most points on the board scored going into playoffs of any other player. I just was always beaten by the one point. And I was so pissed. I was like, listen, if this were Call of Duty, I'd be calling you the N-word right now. All right? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't. Wow. It was a joke. Wow. I would not. I would never. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I did go to a jazz concert. I went to go see J.D. Beck and Domi Keys. They came to Toronto. J.D. Beck. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking JD Sports. JD Sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but JD Beck is uh, a very talented drummer, and Domi Keys is a very talented piano player, and they are a jazz duo. Is Domi Keys? I think her online name is Domi Keys, but I think for concert reasons, she just goes by Domi. Oh, okay. D O M I. Okay. Uh, but they're just a, they're a fantastic jazz group. Uh, they're also like huge shit posters. Okay. So. They're like uh, one of the things. They're like, okay, our next song is called Jump, and they just started playing Van Halen's Jump on the <laughs> on the oh, drums wow. and keyboards. Okay. And they're like, no, no, we're joking. Um, but they were really cool. I got to meet them afterwards, and they're like super nice. Uh, that was a, a fantastic concert. I would recommend people go check out their album, Not Tight. I really enjoyed it. Their album's called Not Tight. Not Tight. It's hmm. a jazz album. Questionable. <laughs> I, yeah, they have a. They actually got to do a song with Thundercat, who you may know. No. No? You don't even know Thundercat? He's like hot right now. Who? Oh my God. Like the Thundercats? No. Not the Thundercats. Like Thundercat? No. Just Thundercat. Thundercat? The, the, the black bass player. No. Last oh. time I remember Thundercat was a lion. All right. Okay. And then um, and then they also had another song with Herbie Hancock on the album, who's also a legendary jazz musician. Okay. Um, Mr. Cock? Mr. Cock. Herbie Hancock. Uh, I'd recommend that, but the main thing I did with my week and- I'll probably talk about it more later. Is uh, Bayonetta three came out? Yes, dude. I see you didn't boycott as you were told to do. I why would I listen? What's I listened. 
No, you weren't going to buy it <laughs> anyways. You're not boycotting it. Get out of here, kid. Tomato, potato. Dude, these, listen, they be lying out here, all right? You don't know what's true. You don't know what's real. It turns out I was right. What? All right? These hoes ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. Chris Brown <laughs> said it best. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. <laughs> no, they ain't. Oh. Uh, so yeah, Band of the Three is uh, the latest in the franchise. It takes place in a brand new story. You know, so the story in this one. I'd be a little disappointed if you told me it took place in Band of the One, dude. Band of the Two took place partially took place in Band of the One. Right, that story was crazy. Travel. That's right. So what's what's crazier than time travel, Vince? Sex. Oh yes, actually. <laughs> Sometimes sex can make you feel like you've traveled through time. I always travel through time. <laughs> when I'm fucking. <laughs> right at the end there. <laughs> Pass out for a little bit. The time leap. Um, always no. going forward. <laughs> Never backwards. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, but in this one, the thing that's crazier than time travel is the multiverse. Oh. So oh, in, okay. in this game, you are not facing angels. You are not facing demons. Uh, you're facing Bayonetta. You're facing the homunculi. What? They, yeah, the homunculus. That's not what I expected. So there is um, some being that has figured out the multiverse, and they have labeled their domain the alphaverse. Ooh. Right. And what they're trying to do is to go through all of the multiverses and destroy them in order to collapse all the multiverses into one singularity and that will somehow allow them to gain enough power to defeat the powers of both heaven and hell all right because heaven and hell exist within a single plane whereas the multiverse and humans exist with their powers spread across multiple universes and blah 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 it's like the one think about it like that okay okay but you meet this girl named viola 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 Right. Okay. She's uh, some punk rock riot girl plaid pants with a samurai sword. Pretty cool. Uh, she is in a universe where Bayonetta is fighting some dudes and Bayonetta dies. Okay. And then her, her soldier best friend is like, Viola, we got one more world jump. Take it. All right. You need to you need to finish the fight, basically. And she takes it to the Bayonetta universe that we know. Mm -hmm. uh, from Bayonetta 1 and 2. So she contacts this world's Bayonetta, tells them about how the multiverse is being collapsed and on, and how it threatens all life within multiple realities. And so what Bayonetta has to do now is travel to different multiverses to get the MacGuffin, which is called the Chaos Gear. Mm -hmm. And if they can get enough Chaos Gears, they can reset the damage that has been done all right i see you thinking chaos emeralds in your brain <laughs> no, I'm not all right i see you I'm thinking chaos thinking, emeralds i'm not thinking that dude no when you said chaos gear i was like chaos 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 i know which i know what we're stranger getting. of paradise yeah god damn getting the garland gear <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um this stupid game oh it's so good uh and so when you're traveling to different versions of worlds, you're meeting different versions of Bayonettas. Okay, cool. And then each level takes place in a different space and time. So the first level is like Shibuya in some alternate reality. Okay. And then you meet like fashionista Bayonetta who has like flaming yo-yos and rides a spider. 
I can get down with that's that. That's pretty sick. That's pretty cool. And then like I'm in a current one where you go into like Imperial China and she has like Bayonetta's demon summon is a fucking steam locomotive and she has a gold eye patch <laughs> and you can like summon a train. Sounds pretty do cool. All this stuff. It, it's a pretty it's a pretty fun story. It is super messy because it is the multiverse and it is also yeah. Bayonetta. Yeah. So like everything is kind of just like why why is this person here? Because shut the fuck up. It's cool that they're here. Right? Uh. So it's that kind of stuff. But the the gameplay has changed fucking dramatically. So eat first off, each world and each level is much much wider than it used to be. So it's it's not uh no no more like narrow corridors with like here's a mini battle arena and then you have this opportunity to go left instead of right to get a bonus item or whatever there's much more open worlds i guess but it's still that thing of like the level starts in a hallway expands out and then ends in a hallway so you're always going to the same spot it's just how you get there is up to you okay uh and then the other main thing is that the gameplay has changed so dramatically so first off the ability to equip weapons to your hands and or your feet are gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. She had the feet gone. Yeah, so in Bayonetta 1 and 2, you could get two sets of most items. So when you unlocked a new item, you would unlock one pair. Yeah. Right. So say I unlock the, the, the samurai, the dual samurai swords, right? Right, right, right. I would right. have two samurai swords in my hands or I could put two swords on my feet. Uh, but I could go into the store and buy the second copy of that so I could have sword, sword. Fair. Right? I dig it. And a lot of items, Bayonetta 1 items were fucking sick. You can get like rocket launcher tonfas for your hands. Or if you put them on your feet, when you did like multi-kicks, it just shot rockets. It was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this game, they have changed it so that the weapons that you equip are tied to demons that you tame in the game. And this is because... There is a different uh, power, an ancient power that she never had to use before because of circumstances. Um, called, I think it's like the Demon Slave. And it is she just dances. What she do you d- mean she just dances? She just dances. She does it like a tribal dance. And then she gets direct control of whatever demon she summons. Oh. So in the old game, the, the lore was Bayonetta as an Umbran witch made a pact with the demons in hell so that as long as she feeds them angels uh they'll work with her and do whatever but because these homunculi aren't deem or there are angels they're local they kind of like refuse to do her bidding so she has to force them so as you're playing the the summons are no longer just cutscene finishers right you can do a combo and then like summon the hair dragon and then you could while you're doing your little dance thing you control the hair dragon okay wait so like she's She's just now dancing. She's dancing in place, and you are the dragon, and you, and you become the dragon. Uh, so it's I think it's like you're controlling like a mech with like a fucking remote control. Okay, no, that makes sense. I remember seeing in the trailer, yeah, like shooting in the bottom corner, or something, yeah, doing something. Okay, so she's doing that. But while you're dancing and doing all your hair dragon shit, other enemies can still hit you. Oh, you're not invincible. No, oh. no, you are not. So you have to like time it between. Okay, when am I gonna bring out the big guns so he can hit these guys? And do big damage. Oh. And then when am I going to be light and nimble so I can dodge and do witch time and do whatever. Oh. Uh, it's it's a little bit less complex than the other games. Yeah, yeah. Because the move lists are smaller. You don't have the customization of like, what is my favorite feet to gun, yeah, feet combo. to hand combo. Um, 
and everything's a bit more streamlined. But because of the addition of more playable characters and this like summon system, it kind of brings it so it's not a bore. You're not just playing God of War, right? There's a lot of variety in the different types of combos you can do and like what situations you can use to beat each one right, uh, right. because you get multiple demons, right? So like one is like a flame spider who can like shoot a web to slow down enemies and then you go back into your regular form and then like fuck them up while they're slow. Uh, another one is Madam Butterfly. So she's like more nimble than the other summons. So she doesn't hit as hard, but she hits quicker. So you can like stun enemies, try and like uh, do more acrobatic combos. So you can like use her to uppercut a big enemy and then you go into small version of you and then you finish off the rest of the combo and stuff like that. It's really cool. It's really mm -hmm. fun. Uh, and then, like I said, there's new characters. So you can play as Jean. And in previous games, Jean was just like Bayonetta costume swap. But in this game, you play elevator action. <laughs> what? You know the old game elevator action where you have to like go up and down floors and collect like items to get through stuff? Not really. You don't remember elevator action? No. You don't remember this? No. It's a pretty it's a classic game. So levels. You played this as a child? Yeah. It was on the NES. What? Yeah. So how the levels are set up is that uh, she does stealth missions. Ugh. And you have to get through laboratories uh, or like whatever the situation is in this 2D plane where you have to go up and down floors in elevators while stealth killing enemies that are like on the the same floor as you to like oh, okay. get to different areas okay. and then you can pick up different power-up items like double shotgun so you can just like instant range kill certain night certain enemies yeah, um, yeah there's one super power-up where you pick it up and she does a whole henchin transformation and then turns into a power ranger and then if you just walk around everything just explodes into hearts because it's like your super mode yeah pretty much um that one's fun and then viola is the other one yeah. so viola is another main action character and if you saw from the trailer she's the punk rock girl with the samurai sword and her summons and moves work a bit differently than with bayonetta so bayonetta when you dodge at the very last second you get witch time right in this and with hers dodging will let you dodge the attack but you don't get witch time how you get witch time with viola is that you have to like insta block insta block yeah so like if a a, a sword is coming at you right you block at the last second and you parry the attack and then you trigger witch time. Oh. So you have to like stand there and like brunt it, right? And if you mistime it, you you will get smacked. It's not like with Bayonetta where you can kind of mash dodge and like even if I don't get witch time, I still dodge the move. Mm -hmm. It's I got to I got to hit it. But her uh her summon is this cat called Cheshire. She only has one summon. But hers is a little bit different. So with Bayonetta, you summon and you're dancing and then you control the thing. When you summon with Cheshire, you chuck your sword away and he auto attacks and does stuff by himself. But then you fight barehanded. Oh. Yeah. So you get a whole different move set of punches and kicks where you're just like just actually punching oh. these demons while your cat's doing a bunch Are of wild you shit. Technically depowered. Are you weaker? You're yeah, you're a little bit weaker, but your cat's rolling around, like, taking care of other people on the screen. Oh. So it kind of, like, evens up the fight. So you can, like, do a combo, throw your cat out, and then the cat will deal with the big enemy. And then while you're holding the summon, you go around and bare fist fight That's the smaller enemies. I like that concept. Yeah, and I think I haven't been able to do it yet, so I think this is how it works. Uh, while you have no sword, you can't 
parry into witch time. Oh, that makes sense. So you yeah. just can't block it with your bare hands. Yeah, yeah, Um, And it creates this, like, balance of, okay, I pop this guy up. I'm going to throw out the sword to, like, keep this other guy away. And then I'm gonna just going to finish the air combo over here, bring him back. Okay. And in pure bayonet of fashion, everything's very instant. Yeah. So it's like I do two hits, throw the sword. I can go over here. It's There's no, like, animation waiting for anything. Everything just kind of flows. And it's super, super that nice. cool. It's very good. Uh, it is on the Switch. So I was going to ask, what's that like? Dude, you heard about aliasing. Oh, man. <laughs> I bet this thing looks like Jag City. Dude, got <laughs> Bayonetta needs a new fucking hairdresser. God oh, damn. No. The amount of jags going on. It's one of those things where it's like it's like a monkey paw wish. Yeah. Where like I'm so fucking happy that Bayonetta 3 exists. Yeah. But also, I wish they could bring it to other systems because goddamn this switch thing is brutal. Just give it five years, it's coming to the PC. Well uh, well I don't think two I don't think two and three can. Because I think if the li- if the license deal for three is the same as two um nintendo owns those yeah no could bring it Nint- will they oh. <laughs> will they no um and that's kind of it's kind of crappy oh. but hopefully they'll re- re-release them for the next switch the switch pro i don't know you think i don't think at this point they can call the next switch like the switch pro no it has to be like two it has to be switch two switch it up and hopefully they keep the cart so we can just you know backwards compat no what Nintendo? Why would they keep the same form factor? They they did listen. All right, they had backwards compat all the way up until the Switch. So why not? I could play GameCube games on the Wii. I could play Wii games on the Wii U, and then they're like no discs, carts only. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye disc. World's moving to SSDs. We cannot have carts. Yeah, we can. No. What if they just sold me an SSD? Listen, flash memory is not flashy enough. Dude, what I'm telling you, what if they sold me in the box is an M.2 drive Jeez. and I clamp it into my system? That gets hella expensive. Hell yeah, fast. brother. This is the physical future. Oh, we That's, don't need it. We don't need it. I need it. Um, yeah, everything's on a 512 gig. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Um, but so far... Game has been fan fucking tastic. How many I'm, hours are you in now? I'm like five or five, four or five. Okay, so I'm almost say. done. You're almost done. Maybe because I've been doing a lot of bonus shit. There's like these uh, collect. There's so many fucking collectibles in this game. So most of my uh, after I beat a, a room, yeah, you go back. I'm going back. I'm looking around for all this shit. There's so many secrets. Um, obviously, in tr- true video game fashion, pro tip: if you see a waterfall, go, go behind go it. Go behind it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. But there's uh, these specific power-up or uh, collectibles you can get. They're like Umbran Tears, where before it was like a lore thing, right? You collect all of the Umbran Tears and you get like some some lore dump. But in this one, if you find it's a, a jewel, jewels in each level that are held by a cat, a frog, and a bird. And there's different challenges for you to like catch them, right? The cat will always run away from you in this area and you have to figure out how to corner it. Uh, the bird is like flying away, so you got to be pretty aerial. And the frog is just hide and seek. Mm-hmm. And if you get all three... After you beat the level, an alternate version of that level comes in that you can go to. That's like, okay, here's that level you just beat, but with enemies from like that you'll meet in like three levels from now. So they're like hard mode stuff, and you get like bonus. I see uh, items for completing it. Okay. And there's just there's just a lot to play and replay. And if it's anything like Bayonetta one and two, there will be tons of stuff that you can unlock even post game. I think, cool. I think there was one weapon in Bayonetta 1 
where you had to complete, I think it was like a hundred chapters. What? In Bayonetta one, uh, to get it, and it was like these ta- uh, these like nunchucks. Yeah. And I believe there's only like nine chapters in the game. Oh wow. Oh sorry, I lied. There's sixteen. Okay. So you had to beat a hundred chapters. You had to go through the game like nine times, and then you unlock the final weapon, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. So there's there's a ton of stuff in these games to always unlock, and there's always like super challenges for you to try out later that are just like uh, beat this super ultra boss, but there's two of them, and also you die in one hit, and I, like all that kind of devil may dang, cry looking shit. Dang. So yeah, it's cool. I like it. It's good. Don't know if I played anything better this year. But God of War Ragnarok comes out next week. Is Damn, it going to be better than that? That's so crazy how I don't own a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> and I've realized, like, I was looking at, like, the games I've played this year, and I'm like, I've really been, like, bottlenecked by what I've been playing because I just never bit the bullet on buying a PS5. Well, then buy one. <sighs> but I might be leaving. I don't know. Then take it with you. It's like so much. I'm going to just buy it there. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't do that. Dude, I just bought... Dude, I bought some, you know, adapters for the analog pocket, which I still haven't got yet. Okay. Why? So I can play Turbo Graphics games on the go. Why? Because <laughs> I have Turbo Graphics games I want to play. <laughs> but those aren't even coming until next year. True. You're gonna be gone. You're already on the go, and you don't even have any of this stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They told me. Analog told me that they're coming out this. Before the end of the year, I'm going to get my analog pocket and everything else I ordered. Mm. But those extra adapters, you know, I got to wait until Q4 2023. And you're not going to be around, huh? I'll be around. I'll figure it out. Will yeah. you? Yeah, I'll come back. You know, I'll visit for Christmas, you know, show my face. But it might show up before then, right? You don't know when it's going to show up. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you when it's going to show up. You don't know that. You know, things change when you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to, you know, talk with the parents. I may have to talk with your parents. Oh, my <laughs> God. Disgusting. Uh, and I think the other thing I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to change up one of my EDH decks. Great. So I currently, one of my commanders currently is Mayel the Anima. She's a three mana, three two with an ability that is three colorless and a red, white, and a green. Tap it. Look at the top five cards of your library. Take a creature card from among them. Put it onto the battlefield. Okay. So it is just cheat out big creatures, the deck. Here's the problem, okay? Sometimes you can miss. Sometimes? Sometimes. So I put enough creatures in there to where I'm usually not missing. Uh-huh. Sometimes you spend six mana to do nothing. Uh. And it's kind of brutal. <laughs> so I learned of a new card. It's called Atla Palani, the Nest Tender. Okay, she is one colorless, green, white, red. And she has an ability that is two tap, create a zero one egg creature with Defender. Egg creature? Egg. Oh, okay. It is an egg. Whenever an egg you control dies, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. So she is Mayel with an extra step, but she doesn't miss. Mm, Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And because she is a shaman, uh, she has a lot of... uh, Bullshit. Bullshit cards that can help her out mm-hmm. so there's one that's like uh there's this there's an infinite combo okay it's uh you need this one called thornbite staff yes thornbite i'm just gonna look it up so i get the exact wording you get thornbite staff ashenod's altar and your egg so thornbite staff 
what this thing does is that it is a equipment card. You put it on her, two mana, and equipped creature has two tap. This creature deals one damage to target creature or player. And whenever a creature is put into the graveyard from play, untap this creature. Mm. Okay. Uh, and then it's whenever a shaman creature comes into play, you may attach Thornbite Staff to it for free. Okay. My commander is a shaman. Ashenod's Altar is a card where it says sacrifice a creature, add two mana that is colorless to your mana pool. So you pay two, you make an egg, you sacrifice the egg to Ashenod's Altar, you bring out the creature that you're going to get off the top of your deck. Yeah. And then an egg died, so you untap Atla. You use the two mana that you gained from Ashenaw's Altar uh-huh. to then tap her again and make another egg and then sacrifice. And then you repeat. And you repeat until you get every creature in your deck onto the battlefield. Okay. It's pretty sick. <laughs> wow. And also because I never miss, I can have less creatures in my deck. So I can add more utility and more fun random shit i see uh and i really only need to change out like 10 cards because it's basically the same deck <laughs> wow so hopefully i'll be changing that and i'll just be rolling over some kids at my my local game store yeah you gonna get bullied again uh did i get bullied i don't know i did get bullied that one time it's true but uh, people don't like the decks i make they're not good but people don't like it when i win with them yeah this week i played uh bruna the light of alabaster and she's the one where when she attacks or blocks, I may take any number of aura enchantments from my hand anywhere on the battlefield or in my graveyard. Nice. And put them on her for free. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people definitely don't like it when on turn six, I summon her, I put boots on her that make her hexproof and have haste, and then I one-shot somebody. Yeah. But, like, it's such a jank deck. Everyone else is playing, like, good shit, like top-tier commanders. They should have killed her. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they should have countered it. I don't know what's going on. That's how it is. When Because they have the good decks and I won with the jank and so now they're salty. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Know. Just be a better magic player. I don't get it. Well, that's the problem, <laughs> right? That's the problem. That's how you know when you're a worse magic player. Dude, I fucked up that game. It was so bad. I I got this one card, uh, Eldrazi Conscription. Uh. Give your... So you, well, the one is like Annihilator. It's like yeah. when you attack, they have to sacrifice two permanents. That doesn't oh, matter. That sucks. And it's every time you attack. Yeah, that sucks. So that one's whatever. But the other part of that is that you give that creature plus 10 plus 10 and trample. Mm-hmm. And then I have another card that is give this creature double strike. Oh, no. And then I have another card that is give this creature plus three plus three. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to an opponent, double your life total. Mm, that's no fun. So... Double strike makes me hit twice. Mm-hmm. And if I don't kill them on the first hit, yeah. I double my life total twice every single time I hit somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of bullshit. <laughs> Just, dude, it's a bad deck. How'd you lose? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> How'd you lose? But yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun. All right. I met some guy who's apparently a big YouTube guy's editor. Cool. So, Billy, if you're out there, have fun wherever you're going next because oh. he was on vacation here for some reason. Okay great you should become a youtube editor i'm bad i'm really bad at video editing right it's so easy yeah but like i want to do all like the fancy transitions and shit and all like the f- stuff they do like the face tracking exactly it's very easy all right i'll i'll, I'll try and learn it you just gotta learn i'll try and learn but yeah that's uh that's been my week cool and that is a show thanks for listening everybody yeah we'll be back next week at the regular, the regular time, time. 
So look forward to that. If you're going out for Halloween, make sure to be safe. Always accept from strangers. Mm-hmm. And... Don't check your apples for razor blades. Make sure to dress like a slut. Hell yeah. That, that's especially for the dudes out there. Absolutely. I want to see some bulges. I want to see some 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 dude. guts and or abs. Dude, dude, I have a friend who wore assless chaps. Dude, what a what a chad. I oh know. my god. Outside, dude, the fuck? These <laughs> girls can be out here doing this shit. <laughs> Why you, can't I? You wore assless chaps. I'm like, no way. That's sick. I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers where I'm like, we're like, man, now that it's like winter, yeah. it's nice in the office cuz like uh I don't I can I just have to dress for one temperature, right? Like when I'm outside, it's not boiling hot, but when I'm inside, it's not super cold. Now okay. it's just kind of whatever. Like we don't have like super heat in our, or we're not using yeah, like a ton of heat, so it's yeah. not like a sauna in our yeah. office. And I was like, yeah, you know, like man, it was getting so hot the other like in the summer. Like I was thinking about wearing a skirt to work. <laughs> like they won't let me wear shorts. I'm gonna wear a skirt like this. And we're like, he's like, yeah, you know what? You're onto something here. We should wear skirts to the office. It's too hot to wear pants in the summer. Yeah, then you look at your employee code of conduct and realize you can't do that. Dude, that's sexist. <laughs> it's in the conduct. A, Until you, that conduct is amended, you can't do shit. Bro, I'm going to hit them with the, the cancelizations, or I'm going to hit up social media. And they'll just hit you with the thank you for working for yeah, us. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> God damn.